We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, everybody, to the award-winning and professionally produced Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. It's Friday, October 28th, 2022. Alex Berutha here with Shannon McEwen and Ken K-Train Price. All aboard! As always, we're about to jump into some news before we get into the waiver wire and the talk some DFS. But the biggest news out of the association, Damian Lillard is to be reevaluated in one to two weeks due to a calf strain. I read this as uh, good luck if he's back in two weeks. Yeah. It could be, well, probably is Anthony Simon's time. Um, I doubt he's available unless you're in like an eight-team league. So if you drafted him and you haven't been getting what you expected out of him, now you probably will be. Um, other <laughs> than that. not be shy about shooting. I'll tell you that, but she's going to gun. I think Jeremy Grant's going to have his moments too. Um, but we need, so we need to replace about 36, 37 minutes a game for Portland. Uh, early candidates include Shaden Sharp, who we'll get to a little bit later. So I'm not, I'm not going to go uh, full bore right now. But if they slide Simons over to point guard, that could mean more minutes for Nas Little. Keon Johnson has been in there a little bit. Even Justice Winslow has been playing about yeah. 25 minutes a game. Maybe they give him about Boards. 32. So this is something to keep an eye on. The problem is I don't believe they play again until after waiver claims this weekend on Sunday. Um, or they play on Sunday. Um, no, I don't think they play on Sunday. So but only three games next week. It's, or it's the average, but only three ex- games. Exactly. So you're basically taking a shot in the dark this Sunday. And if it doesn't work, you, like, or if it's not that great, it's not like you even get four games out of the guy. So uh, it's just a tough spot. And Jeez. if you have Lillard... They do play tonight. They do play Friday night. So we'll see what happens tonight. Um, I I agree. Sharp, like you said, we'll discuss more later. Gary Payton, uh, hopefully will return soon. Um, and I would assume uh, he, he factors into the rotation. Josh Hart's already been really good uh, yes. for the Blazers in the early season. I expect he will take on a, a larger role. And then Justice Winslow is actually the guy who I think will will step up aside from Shane Sharp is is the number one option. Obviously Simons, right? So and Simons has already been uh, price corrected, salary corrected on the DFS site, so so he's not a very good discount for tonight. Um, but 
Simons will carry the load uh, on offense, but then it, those minutes I expect will go to Sharp, and then Justice Winslow is the other guy. I mean, Justice Justice Winslow is already seeing uh, about 25 minutes per game for the Blazers. Uh, he can be a pretty good facilitator, um, so I, I would expect he's one of the guys who sees more minutes and maybe even enters the starting lineup. Yeah, I don't know how I missed that they play on today, Shannon. Thank you for thank you for catching that. Um, Ken, we have another yeah. injury to report. Let's go to New Orleans. Brandon Ingram, who's in the concussion protocol, he is going to miss the next three games for a Pelican squad that's already dealing with uh, Zion and Herb Jones being a little dinged up. Uh, yeah, so three games out for Ingram. Pelicans also have three games next week. Uh, big opportunity for Trey Murphy, which we'll get into later. Possibly some more Larry Nance, who we know can play uh, the three and the four and the five. Um, but any more thoughts on the health situation in New Orleans, gentlemen? I mean, Zion and, and McCollum have been dealing with injuries as well, so keep in mind on that. I, I like Nance like a deep league. If you're in a 16-teamer or something like that, you know, basically Ingram's out all the next week. Nance has played about 26 minutes the past game or so. We know he can put up numbers in minutes. So if he's going to see upper 20s, I think yeah. it would be worth rostering a 16-teamer, but just for the week. It's a stream. Yeah, Nance should see 25 to 28 minutes. Uh, Trey Murphy will be the big winner. Um, he, he's a better fit because he can spread space the floor some, provide that long-distance shooting, which if you're starting Jones, um, assuming Jones returns, uh, Herbert Jones, Zion, Valanchunas, you need someone else to help really spread the floor and, and yeah, Trey Murphy's the guy there. That hence the name Trey. I, I'm assuming that was on purpose. <laughs> it's true. He's been on fire. All right, Alex, tell us about what happened in Brooklyn last night. Luka Doncic. Speaking of people Ooh. on fire with the triple double and the overtime win at Brooklyn, I actually watched this whole game. Yeah. Um, yeah. 41 points, 14 dimes, 11 boards, 14 and 28 field goal, three steals. There was one point at which he was just doing everything he could to get isolation against Ben Simmons. And score <laughs> three times in a row with some of the least resistance I've ever seen. He he um, also had some Patty. Uh, they tried to put Patty Mills on him, and you were like, "Oh my gosh, look out! Get out of the way!" Brooklyn's got to figure something out defensively. But for yeah. our friends at Basketball Reference, it is only the seventh time anyone has ever had a 41-14-11 triple double or better, and obviously overtime help. But it was it was one overtime period. Dallas had three starters score in single digits, but they got 18 off the bench from Tim Hardaway. Uh, ben Simmons, three for seven. Just one of the most passive players I've ever seen on a basketball court at this point in the did season. You see, did you see that first half air ball he had where yes. he cuts to the hoop, gets a good pass from KD. Dallas doesn't really challenge him, but he can't decide whether it should be a hook shot or a finger roll. So he does sort of a half and half two, two, three feet for the bucket and just airballs it. It was, oh, I just winced. I remember going, Oh, <laughs> it was so painful to watch. It looked like I've seen that shot many times at Roto Wire Hoop. Yeah. So I was, I was just about to, I was just about to say, uh, airballed layups are not that uncommon. I've seen plenty of them. It had a there. falling down Chris Benzine look to it for those very familiar with uh Roto Wire personnel. Oh man. Um, <laughs> Through five games, Ben Simmons, 28 points, 
on 27 shots, Ugh. 22 fouls. So if you're in a fouls league, uh, <laughs> I uh, he's not he's not in the top 190. You know, like he's just not he's just not fantasy relevant right now. Um, Shannon, do you? I mean, if you have him on your roster, he, he's not a cut, right? But you can't start him until he starts playing better. Yeah, I, I, it, it all depends on how deep the league is. There is uh, there's at least one RotoWire league that I think is 20 deep, uh, 20 teams deep, and I am starting uh, Simmons. Yeah, uh, I did not start him the first week because they had, I believe, only two games on, on the schedule. But he is going to be a guy who I, I'm holding him. Um, you know, there's there's certainly like maybe very shallow 18 leagues where I would I would be okay cutting loose. Um but any league where you're going 120 players deep, I think you should still stash him. Uh, I, I do think we'll see enough rebounding uh, and assists and th- and not three-pointers, sorry, uh, uh, blocks or steals. <laughs> There's going to be enough value in those categories that I think he is worth the stash. Uh, you know, he took a whole year off basically because of uh, a head problems, the yips, we'll call it. So, I'm not surprised by the slow, by the slow start. Um, I'm in a hold. I think that makes sense. Yeah, if you're in a like you said, Shannon, twenty team leaguer, uh, you got to you got to hang on to him. You probably got to start him. But Brooklyn has four games next week, so uh, if you're hoping for a breakout, uh, start him this week. Ken Jimmy Butler also had a fantastic game last night. Mercy, mercy, twenty seven points, six rebounds, eight assists. And a rare one for Jimmy Buckets, four three-pointers to go with six steals. Unfortunately, it was in a 123-110 loss to Golden State. Guys, is Jimmy Buckets finally a three-point shooter? He had seven three-point attempts. He's firing him up a little bit this year. Uh, Two and a half a game, although that's about what he was taking last year. But 47% to start the year, he's looking good. But um, Butler is a guy I have in a couple leagues playing really well right now although he has to um he has to kind of improve his his blocks kind of situation right now it's at like 0.2 when his career is like 0.5 but yeah butler he's great man i i just i wish i would have targeted him more in fantasy leagues i know he's hurt all the time but if you're in like a salary cap league auction league and you could have him as like your best player and kind of flatten out the rest of your roster i think that makes a lot of sense yeah, I'll, I'll be surprised if he uh, continues to hit three-pointers at that clip. You know, he was yeah. he was three for eight from downtown in the first five games of the season. Um, that's probably more along the lines of what we'll see and what we have seen uh, the past couple of years, the uh, past three years from, from Jimmy Butler. But it certainly, he has it in him. He's hit over one three-pointer per game uh, four or five times in his career, uh, maybe six. So it's there. It's just not going to be much more than one three-pointer. The the yeah. big the big part from last night was the six steals, which is just uh you know that that's gigantic to have six steals from one player in a week, uh, let alone one night. Yeah, that was yeah. Um, I'll say the seven attempts. I think was just game script. They were behind the Warriors. He was just feeling it. Yeah. We're gunning it. He was feeling it. You know, last year he only had one game with three. I'm sorry, with eight three point attempts. He had zero games with seven attempts. He had one game with six attempts. And he only had two games with five attempts. Yeah, I think he was just feeling it. It was a game script night. I don't think he's suddenly a three-point shooter. But those steals are delicious. Alex, get us news out of Indiana. We're driven by the search for better. 
But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Miles Turner's back, baby. The ball boy <laughs> did not kill him. Uh, assassination, assassination attempt failed. He returned to action Wednesday during the loss at Chicago. Played 24 minutes, 5.6 rebounds, four blocks. Went 0-4 from three, but it's nice that he jacked up four threes mm-hmm. in 24 minutes. Um, you know, I mean, I think people who drafted Turner, I drafted Turner in one or two leagues. You're hoping for top 40 upside. I think it's still possible. Mm-hmm. We just have to see how he fits within the offense this year. Um, looking at the rotation, kind of how it settled out with him back in the lineup. We have go get Batatze played zero minutes. So basically Turner just took all of Batatze's minutes That's and we still should. had Isaiah Jack- Jackson see 20 minutes. Jalen Smith still saw 29. I think when Turner plays 30, 32 minutes a game, assuming he gets up there, you know, those guys scale back a little bit. Um, But as of right now, I don't think you have to panic if you have Jackson or Jalen Smith on your team, if you already haven't panicked about (laughs) Isaiah Jackson. Well, and frankly, don't panic when they start showcasing Turner because that's for a trade, you know? So you're holding those guys on, especially for after the deadline, uh, if you've got room on your bench. We'll see if you know where Turner's playing come February. Yeah, we'll see. I, I do think that in like 10 team, 12 team leagues, uh, depending on how deep your bench is, I think Jackson, not necessarily panic, but if there are better options out there on the waiver wire, I think it's worth exploring. I, I yeah. mean, Jackson's yeah. played 16, 16, 22, 18, 20 minutes. Um, I know he can, he can rebound well, he can get you some block shots. Uh, I also, would, would caution the blocks were, are maybe slightly inflated right now because he had a big five-block game against the Pistons where, where he's tossing every other shot that the undersized Isaiah Stewart tried putting up. Um, that's not going to happen every night. I, I'm not that high on Jackson, especially with the way Smith is playing. Um, again, deep enough leagues, he's a hold. But if you're, you're in a shallow format and you have you know top 100 players available, on the waiver wire, I don't think there's any – I have no issues with Duncan Jackson. All right, well, I'm going to end the news section with this. Just want to point out the Utah Jazz are 4-1, and one, and the Brooklyn Nets are 1-4. and four. 
And I, you know, one more thing about the news. I, I feel bad. We talk, we we talk bad about this player a lot, but Kyrie Irving had an absolutely monster game last night. Uh, 71 fantasy points, 39 points, seven rebounds, four assists, three steals, four blocks, and five three-pointers. He took a whopping 14 attempts from downtown, played 42 minutes, so it kind of got lost in the, the Lucas shine. You know, he's the, the only player who had a better game last night uh, than Kyrie. It was Luca, and it happened to be in the, the same same contest. But Kyrie is balling out. Seven stocks for Kyrie is crazy, as is Kyrie. <laughs> let's let's go to our fan feedback where we got a question from YouTube fan Let Freedom Ring who wants to know, quote, will Colin Sexton ever reach 30 minutes a game in Utah? Unquote. He was our big sleeper pick. He played only 10 minutes Wednesday in Utah's win over Houston. He's averaging 17 minutes a game through five games and is behind Mike Conley and Jordan Clarkson on the depth chart. Gentlemen, what are your thoughts on Colin Sexton and his per-game minutes? Well, the, the the 10 minutes he played earlier this week, that, that goes with the caveat that he did lead the game early because of injury. So, you know, and he is questionable for tonight's game, Friday's game uh, against the Nuggets. But I wouldn't read too much in those 10 minutes. Now, if you want to read into the 15 and 19 and 19 and 21 minutes he played in the four games before that, that's fine. For me, Sexton is still a hold. His per 36 numbers look solid. You know, 22, seven rebounds, three only three and a half assists. He, he's his efficiency slightly down right now, but I expect something to happen with the Utah roster. It might not be until January, uh, but eventually Conley or Clarkson is going to be on the move and Sexton should slot in that starting lineup. Even if he doesn't slot into the starting lineup, he'll still be you know, 28 to 30 minutes off the bench uh, with with one of those two veterans gone. For me, in most leagues, unless it's shallow, he's a hold. I agree with pretty much everything Shannon said. I have Sexton in three of my nine leagues. One of them is like an eight-teamer points league. It's like our Vegas league. Uh, probably a drop there. I have him in a 12-teamer, and I am holding him as long as I can. Uh, unless someone really pops up under the waiver wire that I think is going to have full season value. And I also have him in our really deep keeper league and I cannot drop him there. It doesn't really make <laughs> sense. Uh, so it, it really is just like that 12 team, which is obviously the most common fantasy format. It's the hardest one. If you need points right now, like if you're in last second to last, whatever you need to just drop him and move on and find streamers. If you're near the top and you can hang on and it's not a big deal, I'd say hang on. All right, thank you guys. Now let's hear from our good friends at Top Shot. NBA Top Shot is the officially licensed digital collectible of the NBA. It's a new way to connect with the game by collecting your favorite NBA moments. Top Shot's 24-7 secure peer-to-peer marketplace is where you can find the exact moments you want from your favorite players. Top Shot's daily challenges let you play your moments along with the NBA games for a chance to win rewards. Now, some say, quote, why would I buy something I can watch for free on YouTube, end quote. But the thing is, it's not about just watching the highlights. It's about owning the NBA's greatest moments, like when Steph set the all-time three-point record. And once you own a moment, a universe of fandom unlocks for you, 
like getting access to money can't buy experiences, such as hanging out with Cade Cunningham or getting an all expense paid trip to the NBA finals. As the season tips off, sign up for NBA Top Shot today. You can get started with a $9 starter pack, which gives you a chance at pulling moments from superstars like Kevin Durant or LeBron James. Don't miss out on this next generation fan platform and start unlocking rewards and experiences today. Head over to about.nbatopshot.com slash rotowire to get in the game. And now uh, a word from our good friends at Basketball Reference. It's easy to find LeBron James statistics from last year. With a quick Google search and a visit to Basketball Reference, you can see that he averaged 30.3 points per game. But that raises more questions. Is he the oldest player to average 30 points a game in a season? Who's had more 30-point-per-game seasons than LeBron? How many players averaged 30 points but didn't win MVP? To answer those questions, they're StatHead. StatHead was created by the people who make Basketball Reference to give you an easy way to explore their database and answer those kinds of questions. In StatHead, there are an array of simple tools that unlock an endless number of search options, all using the same easy-to-use interface that you already know from Basketball Reference. Plus, StatHead lets you browse Basketball Reference ad-free. Sign up with the promo code ROTOWIRE for $20 off an annual subscription to StatHead. That's promo code ROTOWIRE for $20 off. All right, let's get into the meat and potatoes, the waiver wire. Uh, For next week, week three, Dallas, Denver, and Indiana have two games. So be wary when picking up guys at the waiver wire or even starting guys next week. There are nine teams with four games. If you want to know how many teams each game has in an easy-to-find place, we do have a schedules option on the Rotowire website, and you can easily view those sorts of things if your uh, league host site isn't so great at that. My first available in 50% of leagues player is Bull Bull. Uh, 54% rostered on Yahoo, 10% on ESPN. He's seeing 17.2 minutes per game, although over 20 minutes in each of his last two. Uh, About 10 points a game on 64% shooting, 5.8 rebounds, 2.6 blocks. It's really about the blocks Mm -hmm. here. I'm not, listen, I'm not 100% convinced he'll have full season value. The Magic have a ridiculous amount of injuries right now. Um, the injury list is long. However, pretty much everybody's out indefinitely because that's how the magic operate. And every time someone (laughs) suffers an injury in Orlando, it's serious. So (laughs) I I think he'll be fine for uh, at least a few weeks. And, um, he doesn't need huge minutes to get those big block numbers. Yeah. We know he's a per minute guy. And as long as he sees over 20 minutes a game, I think he will be worth rostering or at least streaming week to week, um, in 12 team formats. Uh, Orlando is only on a three-game week, but I think he's still a good ad. Yeah, I'm with you. I just put in a free agent bid for Bull Bull uh, yesterday in one of my leagues. Um, yeah, he is he's above Mo Bamba in the rotation. Yep, definitely. So you know anyone who thought Mo Bamba was going to have value and he was a top 120 pick in a lot of formats, um, it's it's not Mo Bamba, it's Bull Bull instead. And anytime you can pick up a player who has first name same as the last, you have to do it. <laughs> like I'm going to be the first one to bid on Steve. Steve. <laughs> what about hey, Bogdan, the, you know, the Magic were smart yeah. with uh, Mo Bamba in that there was zero free agent interest in him, and they got him back on the cheap. And you know, uh, and uh, yeah, he's not getting the minutes. Bull Bull's got the upside. 
Kind of. All right, I'm going to dive into my uh, my first suggestion. But before I do, fans, if you like our video content, please, please consider hitting like and subscribe below here on the video on YouTube. All right, my um, pick available in 50% of leagues, Trey Murphy of your New Orleans Pelicans is available in 53% of Yahoo uh, leagues last night. Um, he's only rostered in 20% of ESPN leagues. The 22-year-old sophomore was the 17th pick in last summer's draft out of Virginia. We mentioned him briefly last week as a long shot. Hey, through four games, he's put up 15 and a half points, six and a half rebounds, one steal, and 3.3 triples per game while shooting fantastic percentages. Uh, as we mentioned, Brandon Ingram is out three games in concussion protocol. Plus, they got Zion with a hip issue. Herb Jones has some knee issue. Honestly, I wonder if long-term Trey Murphy really has bigger upside than Herbert Jones. Uh, anyway, there's going to be a lot of short-term scoring for the Pelicans available this week. Love me some Trey Murphy. Yeah, I'm with you, Ken. I wouldn't be surprised if he eventually supplants Herb Jones in the starting lineup. I know Jones is a quality defensive player, but he doesn't provide that that floor spacing that we discussed earlier, I mean, that's really what the Hornets starting lineup needs, and Murphy's the guy that's going to provide it. Especially with Ingram out, they're going to need they're going to need Murphy's shooting. Yeah, uh, Shannon, Shannon, who do you have as your main suggestion? All right, this guy's heavily owned on Yahoo, but only thirty percent rostered on ESPN, and that's Brooke Lopez, who is absolutely off to a fantastic start this season. 11 points per game, five rebounds, 4.3 blocks, and 2.7 three-pointers in 29 minutes per game. You know, we had Bobby Portis had a great season for the Bucks last year. Uh, most of that came while Lopez was on the shelf. Uh, Portis still doing well this season, but Lopez is back in that starting lineup. He's going to be a permanent fixture there. And he's back to being just that, that that unique center option that'll get you blocks and three pointers, and and not just you know decent levels, but like elite level of blocks and three pointers. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, it, it, he, he's he's an elderly statesman, thirty four year old, thirty four years old. But I wouldn't be surprised if Brooke bounces back and has another two plus block, two plus three pointer season in him he did that back in 2019 i'm sorry 2018 2019 season and i wouldn't be surprised if he does it again this year uh he gives he gives the bucks exactly what they need on both ends of the floor um love well, he's bouncing back because his back is now healthy yeah, right like healthy. and you can just see it right the eye test you're like oh look brooke lopez is running he's he's moving well which wasn't always the case last year. Well, and he was good. Last, I mean, last year he played twenty-three. He played thirteen games, twenty-three minutes per. He averaged twelve and a half points, one point two blocks, one and a half three pointers. He was actually solid last year. He just only played thirteen games, so fantasy fantasy owners kind of forgot about him. But now that he's back up to twenty-nine minutes, which twenty-nine point three minutes would be the most minutes mm -hmm. he's played since 2016-2017, his final year in Brook in Brooklyn. He he could have one of his better fantasy seasons in the past handful of years uh, with the way he's currently playing, if he continues that. Now, here are some big men on ESPN that are owned on a higher percentage of teams than Brooke Lopez. Jared Vanderbilt, Brandon Clark, Andre Drummond, 
And not just significantly. Those guys are on like in 20% more leagues. Like I will absolutely drop any one of those guys immediately to pick pick up Lopez. Lopez should be like 75% owned on ESPN. Especially if you need threes, right? Oh, blocks. Blocks are, I would say blocks is the big one. Um, but he is, there's not many sources of blocks that are going to have his kind of upside that are available on the waiver wire. Alex, take us to your long shot of the week, which I know you have some inner turmoil about. Yeah, Shaden Sharp. Um, I, you know, I think I, he's 9% rostered on Yahoo. We'll learn more tonight, like Shannon alluded to at the top of the show, whether or not Sharp will step into a role that's, that's fantasy relevant with Lillard out. You know, I'm not necessarily convinced you have to add him in a 16 team, or we'll find out more. He's got two assists in five games. Um, if he plays against other starting players, uh, opposing starters, who knows how he'll do. You know, I think they'll lean on Simons as a point guard. But encouragingly, taking 14 shots per 36 minutes, that's nice. Four free throw attempts per 36 minutes, that's nice. And he's a great rebounder, seven and a half boards per 36. So, um you know, keep a keep a close eye on tonight's game. See where the minutes and the volume go. But uh, Sharp, yeah, only nine percent roster in Yahoo. The rookie's only nineteen years old, right? So it could go and could go anywhere. Who knows? But no I've college re- experience either. Yeah, yeah I, I really would be surprised if he starts uh, for the Blazers tonight. Um, I think it's going to go to a guy like Justice Winslow instead. Um, but Sharp will see more minutes with Lillard out and. and you know, he, he's flashed some promising signs Twenty in 21 minutes uh, in the most recent game against Miami, 15 points and eight rebounds. Like Alex said, the, the shot volume's there when he is on the floor. So he's an interesting option. Uh, and, and for deeper formats, I think it's worth uh, taking a flyer on him uh, if, you need, if you need the help. All right, gentlemen, well, I'm going to uh, go to my long shot of the week out of Charlotte. I want to stress Charlotte because I'm going with – Jalen McDaniels, not Jaden McDaniels of Minnesota, but Jalen McDaniels, who's rostered in 26% of Yahoo leagues and only 3% of ESPN. Uh, Jalen is 6'9", 24-year-old from San Diego State. He's on the Hornets, who have four games next week. Uh, So far, he's been producing a solid 11 points, five boards, two assists, with two point. sorry, 2.3 triples and 1.5 stocks per game while shooting great percentages. Look, this is a thin Hornets roster. And frankly, we're all just waiting for the inevitable Gordon Hayward injury. We've talked about Oubre getting a ton of shots, but there's also a lot of minutes available for Jalen McDaniels. uh, And I especially like the fact that his percentages are high, shooting percentages. So I like him as my long shot of the week. Yeah, I think you just got to be careful about all of Charlotte's injuries. You know, those guys will start coming back eventually. Rozier, Ball, yep. uh, Martin. But I think he's, he's worth a speculative ad. Those guys are, they're, um, you know, their their return date's kind of fluid right now. Yeah. And um, yeah, at least use them for the four games this week uh, and take advantage of that. I agree. Um, Shannon, your long shot. My long shot, I'm going to go to OKC. Aaron Wiggins, 23-year-old guard, 6'5", 190. He has started the past two games for the Thunder. Uh, and in those two contests, he has averaged, let's see, 11 points, 8 rebounds, 2 steals, 1.5 three-pointers in 31 and a half minutes per game. Now, there's some caveats here because the Thunder also are dealing with some injuries. 
Josh Giddy has been out of both those games. Uh, Giddy will return. But my guess is it's going to be Aaron Wiggins who sticks in the starting lineup with Trey Mann going back to a reserve role. You'll have Giddy and SGA starting at the guards, Dort at the three, and then uh, we'll, we'll see – We'll see Aaron Wiggins basically play the four, an undersized four. That's what he's been doing the past couple games, and it's worked out. Poku, Baisley, Kendrick Williams, all those guys have been moved in and out of the starting starting lineup for the Thunder. It's going to be a a, a constant uh, revolving door, uh, you know, with with their starting lineup. But if you're streaming. Wiggins is the guy who's starting right now. So I think it's worth a look if you're in a deeper format and you're looking for a streaming option. It's like three straight years of the Thunder front court being a mess. And then the Chet Holgram injury, just like, oh, here we go. Another year of who knows what's going on with our big men. Yeah. Right. Uh, Ken, who's your dull suggestion? My dull uh, suggestion of the week is veteran Marcus Morris of your Los Angeles Clippers. For a few reasons, and frankly, it's not really the upcoming week. Number one, he qualifies at forward and center on Yahoo, where he's only rostered in 18% of leagues. Uh, but I should warn you, he is out for personal reasons this week. But just remember, Kawhi and PG are going to get their rest all season long. Morris has never been shy about shooting. He started the first three games of the season, putting up 15 points, five boards, and an assist with 1.3 triples a game. Uh, so Marcus Morris, if you have some bench space and need a center in Yahoo, that's kind of my dull suggestion of the week. And with that said, Alex, tell us about our good friends at Vivid Seats. The NBA is back. On behalf of Vivid Seats, let's get one thing clear. Nothing beats seeing your favorite team beat every other team live and in person to the sound of thousands of screaming fans. Vivid Seats believes that real fans deserve to be rewarded and that you deserve a ticketing platform that makes uh, that not only makes it easy to find great deals, but also rewards you all season long. Vivid Seats is the only ticketing company where you can earn rewards with every purchase. No one else has that. They even have a 100% buyer guarantee that your ticket will be as legit as your love for the game. Vivid Seats, visit vividseats.com or download the app today and use promo code ROTOWIRE for $10 off your first $100 purchase. That's promo code R-O-T-O-W-I-R-E for $10 off your first $100 ticket purchase. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats, experience it live. That's Rotowire for $10 off. All right, gentlemen, it's now time for our FanDuel DFS picks brought to you by FanDuel. Sign up for FanDuel now and compete for millions of dollars in prizes each day. Choose your best NBA lineup and compete to win real cash. 11-game slate today. Uh, highest over-under of the day is 230, uh, courtesy of the Bulls at the Spurs. That'll be a fun one. Uh, as always, for the latest news updates, check the Rotowire lineups page. Check the Rotowire injury and news page. We have all that stuff, as you know, if you're a subscriber. Okay, uh, right in. I I do like the San Antonio versus Chicago game. I think Trey Jones is in a really good spot here. Um, I he he has had some good games. Uh, he's been over 30 fantasy points 
twice, once against Minnesota, once against Indiana. He hasn't had less than 23 fantasy points and a salary 6,000. I think it's just a nice high floor guy uh, to throw in your lineup in a game with a inflated over under. And Vassell's out too. So that's more shots for Jones, right? I believe Vassell is out. Yes. I, I don't know if more shots for Jones is a good thing. I want him to have guys who can hit shots running alongside <laughs> of him. Um, and Joe, Jones is still a solid play at 6,000. I, I liked him a lot more when he was 5,000. Uh, or, or in the low $5,000 range. I want to see him start top hitting that 40-point uh, level before I want to spend 6000 to have him in my lineup, though. One option I do like for San Antonio tonight is Josh Richardson. With Vassell out, Richardson should get another start. Uh, he, he had the spot start against Minnesota earlier this week, played 32 minutes, had 11 points, three rebounds, 10 assists, one block, two steals for 38.6 fantasy points on FanDuel. So Rich Richardson was one of the first guys I, I plugged into my lineup for tonight. I, I like him quite a bit against the Bulls. I think that, I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, do you have any interest in like Monty Morris, Will Barton, those guys with uh, DeLon Wright out? Or for you, is DeLon Wright's usage so low that it doesn't make a ton of difference to you? No, I will admit the first thing I thought of when, when I saw DeLon Wright's injury, I was like, all right, Monty Morris might actually play 30 plus minutes, maybe see 32 to 35 minutes now for the Wiz. And if that happens, then he's going to be a much more appealing option. I mean, he's basically just hovered around uh, 25 to 28 minutes and, and 25 fantasy points so far this season. Uh, with Wright out, that should increase slightly. Um and he's a guy who is, you know, a decent, decent price. He's, he's kind of in that G, he's in that Trey Jones range where, you know, if he, if he costs 6,000, I don't know if I would, I would play him, but right now he's 4,900 uh, on FanDuel. And I think that's a level where I'm more comfortable plugging him in. I also love the matchup against Indiana. Uh, Indiana's not, mm-hmm. not doing much to stop teams from scoring. Um, so I am, I'm fine going with Morris or Barton tonight. If you're, if you're looking for a discount option. One team to pay attention to is the Utah jazz as uh, Rudy Gay has already been ruled out due to COVID-19 protocols. We have both Colin Sexton and Walker Kessler questionable for this game. So that could open up a combined almost 40 minutes, uh, total in this contest. If Kessler's out, you know, uh, you Udoka Azubuki was cleared from the uh injury report the other day. I know Ooh. Ken doesn't even know how to handle that information. <laughs> uh, if if Sexton is out, it could be more minutes. Uh, you know, I, I think it's we could clinic see, time, baby. It's the clinic time. I think we could see a little more. We could see a little more Taylor Horton Tucker. We could see a little more Beasley. Maybe a Baji gets there a little bit, but I think they're a team to watch. Um, with their injury report. I think that down towards the end of the slate, you may have to change your lineup based on who's in or out, but it's, it still might be a little bit of a crap shoot at the end of the day. Yeah. Horton Tucker is one of the guys I'd want to watch there. Uh, he, he played 28 minutes on Wednesday, which was the game Colin Sexton left early and had 14.7 rebounds, four assists, two steals, good for 34 fancy points. He's at 4,600 on FanDuel. So he's a guy that I'm very interested in, but also, and like Ken mentioned, Kelly, the clinic, Olenek, is oh, a yeah. good option with, with Walker Kessler out. But 
one of the most obvious plays of this slate is Laurie Markinen. Yeah. Markinen still, you know, he's averaging 39.5 fantasy points and he's still listed at 7,200. Um, he already has a, a 55 point game, a 49 point game. I'm surprised his salary hasn't increased uh, more dramatically since the start of the season and, and even in the past few games. Um, so he's an option in low, low 7,000. I want him in my lineup. Um, I, I'm fine with plenty of other options from that game, but I think Lori Lori Markinen's really the prize piece on the Utah side. Um, you do see Clarkson starting to go up in, in price a little bit, 6,500. I would assume he plays a couple, at least a couple more minutes with uh, Sexton out. Uh, so he he's an option as well. Um, one of the games I'm looking at though. You know, it's the Pistons. The Pistons and Hawks game. I was going to ask. Thank you for going there. You know, it's a rematch. The two teams just played on Wednesday. And and I'll tell you, from from watching every Pistons game this season, the one one thing I'm probably going to target every time the Pistons are are on the slate moving forward is the opposing big men. Um, (laughs) Isaiah Isaiah Stewart is just too undersized and at center, too many. Like I mentioned earlier, Isaiah Jackson swatted a bunch of his shots. Same thing happened on Wednesday with John Collins and Capella. Collins, yeah. Collins in particular, who we, you know, he has the ability, capability to block shots, but he had four blocks against uh, Bogdanovich and Stewart on Wednesday night. Um, also had a double double, nineteen and eleven. John Collins is also averaging basically nineteen and eleven on the season. Mm. He has he's forty one fantasy points per. He's only 7,600. I, I absolutely love him tonight. Um, the Pistons are just, they're undersized in the front court. Isaiah Stewart's a great rebounder, but he's not an explosive leaper or a dunker. So he, he's going to get blocked a lot. Um, and then when you have Bogdanovich as the four next to an undersized center, the it might be the shortest. It might be the sh- shortest four-five combination in any it, starting line. I don't even. I don't think it's necessarily the shortest, but it, it, the combination of that makes it uh, horrible on the defensive end, um, or or in trying like the Hawks just dominated the offensive boards the other night. Indiana did the same. Uh, I expect that to be a regular thing for Pistons opponents until Duran gets inserted in the starting lineup, or probably for probably until Bogdanovich gets traded because. Him at him starting at, I can't imagine any team with Bogdanovich starting at four unless you have someone like Gobert at the five, you're gonna have rebounding problems. Ken, you have uh your Boston Celtics going up against the Cleveland Cavaliers tonight. What have you seen from Boston so far and what do you think of the matchup? Well, Cleveland is exactly who I feared as far as a big team that can punish Boston's thin front court. And that was uh, even before the Robert Williams news came out this summer. So I uh, I really looked to Allen and Mobley to get an insane amount of rebounds. Um, really worried about Boston be able to – this is the kind of team the Celtics will struggle with. They'll try to run and gun. We'll see a lot of Malcolm Brogdon off the bench, of course. Uh, I'm worried about Al Horford getting hurt. Uh, I think they're just going to get beat up inside. There's a very strong chance of that happening, I think, yeah. Jared Allen, not a bad play for me uh, in this game. Although, between him and Evan Mobley, it's kind of hard to know who to pick. 
Um, Mobley's rebounding numbers are un- his numbers across there. the board. His numbers yeah. across the board. And I'll say anyone who's worried about Evan Mobley, don't be. He's gonna bounce back. I actually think it, this is the game where he puts together a monster effort. Uh, he's averaging 15 points, four 4.8 rebounds per game, um, and about about 1.3 blocks. Um, he's not doing what we expected. He's that you know if you if you reached and grabbed him with a top 40 pick, uh, which was a popular thing to do. You're not too excited right now, but I, I still think we're going to see it. You know, this is a deeper team, and, and with Donovan Mitchell, and, and this is also with Garland. With Garland out, Mobley's still not scoring. So that's that's not great to see. Um, and I think we, with Mitchell and Garland, this is a team where Mobley might not jump up and start averaging 22, 23 points per game. But I do expect his rebounding, his blocks, and everything else to to creep up, and, and he'll provide top 50, top 60 values still this year. So definitely a hold or even a player I would target in in trades uh, as well. All right. Well, that's it for our Friday DFS picks brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is providing a special offer to all new users. Sign up for FanDuel, play $1 in an NBA contest, and receive $10 free instantly. Ken, give us the old man rant. Old dogs. I don't mean guys like Udonis Haslam or Pat Beverly. I mean actual four-legged dogs. You gotta love them, but they are a hassle. Our Westy Mac is over 80 years old in human years, and he needs to pee every 25 minutes. That's more often than me. He's on about 37 different medications, and we gotta take him outside throughout the night. He's worse than a baby. We love Mac. But we're getting close to behind the woodshed time, if you know what I mean. Arg. That's the saddest arc I've ever heard. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I had to put down my dog uh, a couple months ago, my oldest dog. And then I, I go to uh, parent teacher conferences this week and come to find out that my daughter made a, a storybook about the day our dog died. Oh. Oh. And blamed you. Yeah. That's, that's, that's really the tough day my dad killed our dog yeah, basically that's what it's one thing when you're like you know older and your kids are out of the house but when you have young kids and the dog has to go that's that's tough it will be easy i'm really hoping his moment comes while the kids are still at college because they're not going to want to be here or they're going to lobby hard over the summer if they're here and it's max time but oh well what names did we get wrong gentlemen any mispronounced names today? I don't know if we got any names wrong today. No, we're perfect. Immaculate. Yeah. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining us on the Road to Wire Fantasy Basketball Podcast, presented by Top Shot. Ken, take us out of here. Let's go to TNT headquarters in Atlanta, where after the Clippers dismantled the Lakers recently, Charles Barkley said, quote, the Lakers sucked yesterday, and they sucked again today. <laughs> Attention, passengers. This three-car fantasy train wreck has hit the end of the line. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.